Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's podcast, Everything is Brand. The Zinc team is back together again, and this week's topic is talking about brand channels. So the title is, is TikTok the future of brand channels? And yeah, we want to talk about TikTok for sure, but we want to talk about all the brand channels. And is it changing based on online becoming more prevalent? Is it changing based on new demographics to the audiences? What are the factors that are driving brand channels in a new direction. Okay, Jeremy, uh, what do you think? Is TikTok the future of brand channels? Are there other brand channels? What do you think? Well, it's funny you say that. Like, uh, I've been trying to do a little bit of thinking on this whole subject, and uh, I was reading some articles, and I came across this one point in one of the articles that I read uh, where they were talking about, uh, they were using the NBA as an example, because the NBA is actually quite big on TikTok. Um, and what they, they were saying is, actually, what's, what they're seeing starting to happen is that we're using these different social channels for different kinds of information. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you, you want NBA highlights, you go to Instagram. You want NBA news, you go to Twitter. You want uh, NBA comedy, memes, and motivation. That's where you then go to TikTok. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting and something we should really kind of think about because maybe it's not so much about what the latest channel is and, and who's where. It's more about how do you use these channels. So it's giving the audience the, you know, the ability to kind of go to different channels based on the kind of information they're looking for, per se. Content driven rather than... Yeah disseminating that information across all channels, right? TikTok is a social entertainment platform. We're seeing a lot of influencers on there from a brand perspective. We're not necessarily seeing the brands per se on there in, in their traditional forms like you would on Facebook or any other social channel, right? Having a, a presence there and pushing out the information traditionally. What we're finding is they're using influencers or in the case of NBA, NFL sports teams a lot are pulling in their viewers with their content, with their social content. And right now with what's going on, we've seen a huge explosion uh, with TikTok because of COVID-19, right? So people are looking for that kind of entertainment value right now. And do brands play in that space? Do brands entertain? Well, if you look at the traditional way that advertisers have worked and operated, you know, it's always been about the content. If you look at television, it's about finding entertaining content to draw people in to watch the ads. If you look at newspapers, it's about finding either entertaining or provocative or political content to draw people in to look at the ads. So is TikTok any different from that? Or any social platform, not necessarily just TikTok. Is, is there any difference really? Are we just seeing a, a different direction, a modernization of what have traditionally been television, print, and those kinds of things into this social universe? I, I think oh, it, yeah. is, it is a bit different because exactly what you said, where it's television and all that, it used to be more about you'd watch an action show and then you'd get a commercial in the middle of it. And the commercial could be however it needed to be. But now what we're actually seeing is that commercial itself has to be entertaining and funny or whatever, whereas you, it's a bit different, right? It's a bit now it's on the brand to entertain a little bit more than it is on the TV show that it's wrapped in to do mm -hmm. that job, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like I think one of the the uh, things that we have to to look at is the fact that there are so many channels now, and I think that it's not just about you know are they entertaining, are they providing information, but I think that it's also uh, some of those channels are starting to mature, at least some of them, in the sense that people are starting to use some of them as a news channel. Some of them are purely entertainment. For some of them are maybe a little bit more when you want to get information, almost like a documentary. So you may go to YouTube for that. So I think that when brands are actually looking at their own messaging and their own information, it, it really depends on what are they actually trying to do. So if they're trying to be funny and they're actually trying to be casual about their brand, they will actually choose channels that are kind of leaning in that direction. But if they're actually providing more informative, serious information, some other channels are going to be more appropriate. For example, like LinkedIn is, yes, you can come across some funny situations on LinkedIn, but it's a little bit more professional. It's a little bit more informational. So I think that it's also different channels being used for different things. So so brands looking at that, it's not just, okay, TikTok is the latest craze. We need to jump on that. I think over time, these channels evolve and TikTok is kind of the newest kid on the block, which is why we're probably talking about it. But but again, I think that these things evolve. Twitter, for example, Twitter was the newsfeed for a lot of people, but it's kind of fallen out of favor with a lot of people as well, where they kind of left Twitter and they're looking in other areas. So the other question that we have to ask ourselves is, is there a shorter timeline for these channels in today's modern world? If you look at the television networks, they lasted for decades. If you look at newspapers, they lasted for decades and years as well. Whereas these channels seem to come in and out of favor in a much faster, quicker way where they have a personality like you were saying, but then they move on to a different personality. Like Facebook is the conservative version of social media now compared to the new kid on the block that it was several years ago. What do you guys think? There's a lot of things at play here, I think. As much as you say that people are moving on and going to different channels, the fact is Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, have been around for a long time, like, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> Not as long as the around. Washington Post or the New York right. Times. <laughs> but they've been around for a, for, for a while, right? And I think yeah. that it's it's people are always trying to figure it out. And and then you the other variable in all that is Facebook and all those have been around for a long time, and they were great until your grandparents started getting on them, and then all the kids were like, no, I don't want to be here. So because true. Right? So it's like they bailed on it, not because Facebook wasn't doing its job properly, but because they were actually trying to avoid a certain type of people, which is, so there's so many different variables in all this, which is really fascinating to me anyway, in terms of like, how do you deal with all of those different things? Further to that, in terms of the TV channels, like, yeah, it was all the TV channels that were on television, and then they all split up and Netflix came around. But now what you're seeing is Netflix, Crave, Disney Plus, and all those are actually becoming TV channels, right? Yeah. It's just a different way, but it's now it's really you're now can get it online versus on a television set. But it's going to be the same idea in a sense. You're going to have to subscribe to all of them. They're going to be packages, etc. So there's so many things at play. It's 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 fascinating. But you bring up a really good point is that those TV channels are not based on an advertising model. So from a brand perspective, it's much more difficult for brands to figure out how to integrate with a Netflix or a Crave or a Disney Plus, right? I mean, Disney Plus, some would say, is just a, a big brand opportunity for Disney. So it, it, it's it, instead of advertising on these channels, now what these big brands are doing is they're just creating their own 
content vehicles, not just the content itself, but how that content is delivered and leaving the door closed for other brands that want to kind of get in on that. So that whole model in the television or the broadcast area is completely changing. Yeah, everybody becoming a, a, a lifestyle brand and each brand is entertaining their audience on on their own without a need to be on specific thing. I do see that the channels are shifting in that instead of plastering the message across five channels or whatever it is, we're now seeing segments. We are seeing Twitter being the news feed. We are seeing the TikTok being the entertainment, the Instagram still being the visual, the YouTube being the video side of that. But it's no longer the medium. It really is the message. Yeah, but I mean, do we do you are we seeing a change in that a little bit? Like if you take a look at YouTube, YouTube was the video go to for a very long time. But now you have Instagram Live, you have Facebook yep. Live, you have, yep. you know, live on TikTok as well. So all of these platforms are now offering this live component. And it's interesting because I've tuned into a couple of these live things and some of these influencers, the way they're integrating brand into their lives or into their feeds is quite ingenious where they do a little bit of a mention about a product that they're using where they hold up a product. And, and so this idea of embedding products um, and also talking about services, so it's not just retail either, it's also about services that can be discussed on their platform. It's much more of an integration than before where you would look at the content and then there would be a full stop and we would move into a commercial or a advertising opportunity and then a full stop and then back to the content. Whereas now the content and the advertising and the marketing and the branding, it's all integrated into this hodgepodge of opportunity. This actually makes it even more challenging for brands to manage their brand experience, their brand presence in, in the marketplace, because not only do they have to manage channels, now do they actually have to manage the audience in some way in the sense that they have to manage who are the influencers we should connect with and how are they going to present our brand. So it's definitely a lot more challenging. And I think that, I mean, it, I don't think it's going to get any easier. I think it's going to continue to get more challenging. And because we have so many options now that before, and I'm aging myself, like years ago, we would know on Thursday nights, specific shows were on TV and everybody would talk about those shows Friday morning. So that was a very kind of defined area that that doesn't happen anymore. Right. So so you you have so many options now that it's much, much more difficult to to kind of capture your specific audience. You brought up a good point in terms of the influencers and the brand. And we often do say that brand belongs to the audience and views of it, etc., are beholden in, in the audience. And sometimes we can't control everything. But how how do we feel about that? I, I Every single time I do see an influencer plug something, there are those that do it well, and then there are those that don't do it well. <laughs> At the end of the day, I still feel like I'm being advertised to when it's not done well. I think the biggest piece that I wrestle with this is authenticity, right? Is it authentic? When it is, it comes across really well. When it's not, not so much, right? And I think that goes back yeah. to brand values again. And what does the brand stand for and making sure that that is aligned with whomever you've picked to kind of project this out. But going back to the channels themselves and TikTok or any of the other ones, there is something there in terms of a brand now having to 
entertainer wanting to entertain and different types of content, right? Yeah, it's, I think it, it has a lot to do with that there's different skill levels when it comes to the ability of people to either be authentic or to put content in in a way that doesn't feel like it's obvious that they're doing it. Yeah. If you take a look at someone on their Instagram or on their TikTok video holding up a product, that's so in your face and blatant. But then there's other elements. One of the interesting things about TikTok is that TikTok is driving the music charts a lot of the times because people are using little snippets of songs in their videos and then those songs are hitting the charts and going and rising up through the charts and and so they're hitting the audience in a much different way i know that the music industry has been looking for ways to drive their product and their brands in this kind of modern world and they've latched onto this great opportunity through these social media platforms to help drive some of that content i don't know that they know how to monetize it yet but we're seeing a lot more of these opportunities I want to talk specifically to you, uh, Jeremy and Christian, because you have younger kids. Would you, are your kids on TikTok? Are they on social media? Which of the platforms are the ones that they're using? Because I know like during this pandemic, TikTok has kind of been inundated by over 30s who have kind of tried to take it over. And there's been a bit of a backlash, but but what's happening with your, with your kids? Because they're all in that age range of like, eight to 15, where that's kind of the main audience. Well, I have to say that on my end, at least, my, my kids are eight and 10. So I'm trying to get them to stay away from social media as much as I can, <laughs> for now, at least. Yeah. But I have to say that in their case, they don't have a phone yet, so they don't have access to TikTok. So their main source of content right now is YouTube. So they, right. and they stay hours and hours watching videos mm -hmm. about their video games or whatever is happening right now. So YouTube is kind of their main source of information right now. And uh, that's what's happening with them because they're uh, too young, at least for me, to give them access to uh, social media. So, yeah. yeah. And, and they're being fed those ads, right? They're being fed those ads oh, on YouTube as well. So, I mean, that's where they're getting their brand and their marketing um, content from. Of course, I, <laughs> I know for a fact that they won't ever get a, a, a Squarespace account <laughs> because they hate <laughs> that ad. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell, my kid wants to buy a Honda Accord uh, from all the ads that he's been served up on YouTube. Yeah. So my kids are uh, 12 and 13, so they're in a very different place. They they actually both have phones. And yeah, like we could we could have a whole separate podcast on, on screen time, but we'll do that later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like my kids, especially my son is on TikTok all the time. Um, and I have a like I have a personal issue with it because I see it a lot as noise. A lot of the stuff he's watching. Yeah, it's all fun and humorous and things like that. But it's just to me, there's a lot of noise on there. Um, but it's hard. Like, I mean, as a parent in this world of all of these different social channels, and, and, you know, it's, it's sort of what I was talking about earlier. It's, it's, it's really hard to understand the rationale of where, why they are where they are. Because if you look at Snapchat, they, they're on YouTube, they have TikTok. Those are, oh, and then now with House Party, that's the latest one, mm -hmm. right? Because of the, yeah. because of the, the quarantine. Um, so they're on all of those channels, but it's not really rhyme or reason. It's not, you know, sometimes they'll be on Snapchat for, for talking to their friends, but the other times they'll be over on House Party or they'll be, 
you know, playing on TikTok. Like I, I don't, I can't really find the pattern yet. I, I mean, I'm trying to figure it out, trying to understand how they kind of move around, but it, it's, it's a really strange time for social media. Um, and it seems to be more about going where their friends are than yeah. anything else. I think TikTok, well, okay, so Snapchat became almost the text messaging for the kids, right? They mm -hmm. use that platform predominantly for text messaging. The TikTok is still, um, for the kids that like are into dancing, into singing, they're the creators, right? Like as much as YouTube, you can go and create your videos, blah, 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 but it's a lot more laborious over there versus TikTok that are these short little snippets, them creating whatever, having fun, dancing, singing. So it is a lot more easier for them to create that kind of content and share it amongst their network of friends. Instagram, I don't know, I think there's just way too much. I think they've lost a little bit. They use that platform too for chatting. Yeah, uh, mostly it, it's it's steered away from its roots of what it was supposed to do. And I think kids now uh, are all about video. Why take a photo when you can take a video, right? Yeah, and their attention spans are so short that TikTok plays right into that, that, you know, on YouTube, the videos are longer, mm -hmm. it's more mm -hmm. detailed, whereas TikTok, you only have those short little snippets and you gotta be ready to go. So as brand and marketers, what are we thinking about these channels? How are we going to help the organizations that we work with or, or help you know, anyone who's trying to brand or get their messaging across to an audience? What's our advice to them? How do they take advantage of these social media channels? Where are we at in that evolution of things? I think that when it comes to that, you know, first, brands have to know their audience. Who are they speaking to? And that's really an analysis of, age groups, male, female, all those things that traditionally were always done in advertising. You really have to know your audience. And I think that now it's more true so than, than in the past, in the sense that you really have to know that. And then messaging. Are you a serious brand? Are you the type of brand that can actually push out funny messages? Just to kind of be very simple in terms of kind of explaining things, those two are really kind of on opposite ends. And I think that the brand has to decide where do they want to stand in terms of the marketplace and then use the, the right channels to push that out. Yeah. I, 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 I gotta go back to what Gabby said earlier, authenticity. That's, that's really for me what it comes down to. It's if you're going to be there, there has to be a reason for it. Don't just force yourself there just for the sake of being there. Yeah. You really, you, you've got to go, you've got to have a plan in place and a reason why you're going there. I mean, I really think through all of this whole epidemic quarantine thing, that is the biggest word that's coming out of it is authenticity. We are getting a glimpse into everybody's lives right now. And I, and I have to say, like, I think everybody's loving it. I yeah. think everybody is loving the fact that we're seeing people in their regular clothes. We're seeing into their houses. We're seeing them with their families. We're seeing all of that. And I think brands have to start to pick up on that as well. And I think they are. And it, it's about being real. It's about being people are starting to see through the, the, the bullshit, frankly. It, it's, it's about being authentic. And I think TikTok provides that. To, to Marco's point, does humor lie within or entertainment lie within each brand? Don't know. But with many of the channels that start up, that's a place for experimentation. That's a, a place for testing. That's a place for, well, let's see if this kind of thing but uh, works out, right? Um, we've always said that for all of the channels in terms of, you know, it's fine to dip your toe in. It's fine to kind of listen and, and see what's going on. With respect to TikTok, if 
you are. Like Jeremy said, right now we're seeing the the layers being peeled back with brands. And if there's value in that in terms of entertainment or laughter, especially right now with what we're going through, everybody's looking for that kind of entertainment, that uplifting, you know, take me away from all the news jargon that's going on and entertain me for a little bit. And TikTok's definitely what we're seeing with respect to that. And whether a brand wants to play in there or not, I think you got to look at whether your brand has some entertainment value, whether it's got a sense of humor, whether you want to expose that a little bit and have a little bit of fun with it. I hear you all, but I think having presence on these new channels is an opportunity for brands. I mean, take a look, for example, uh, the Washington Post, a newspaper. Why would it be on TikTok? They have 500,000 followers. So, so I, yeah. I think that's an opportunity even to appeal to new audiences who might not even think about reading the newspaper. And their videos are quite funny, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. But they're, see, yeah. they're funny. They're funny, right? Yes. That's, it's that's the entertainment. The point there. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, something that you guys said earlier, which I think is a really interesting thing, is if brands used to advertise on Friends or Seinfeld, those were funny shows, but the ad wasn't necessarily funny. No. But in this new age of channels, you ha- kind of have to look at what that channel is delivering. And there's a lot more adaptation that happens in the messaging. And I think it talks specifically to what we're saying about authenticity and connection, right? There's there's a lot more expectation for those connections now. There's a lot more expectation that, you know, when people come to those channels, they're not going to be happy that they came here for comedy and they see, uh, you know, an ad from someone who is an ambulance chaser lawyer, right? So it almost requires the brander or the marketer to say, okay, where am I living in this space? Who is the audience? Where am I living? What is my message? Again, it goes back to the basics. Brand and messaging mm-hmm. is all about knowing your audience, knowing what you want to say to them, and, and connecting with them in a way that spurs them on to action. So yes, TikTok is the future of brand channels, but all of them are. If you look at what Facebook is doing and Instagram and and even the new one, what's it called? Jeremy Home House Home Party, party or House Party? party. party. Yeah, so, so again, I can't even keep up with all the channels. But the idea being that we have to look at this situation as being one of diversification. And as we get more and more diversified in how messages are delivered, we have to even be more diligent at making sure that we understand who we are as an organization, what our message is, what we're trying to say, how we're trying to connect, who our audience is, and ultimately what we're trying to achieve. It doesn't mean that we can't veer off to your point, Christian, about the Washington Post. Just because I'm an older staid newspaper doesn't mean that I can't come up with this new way of doing things. I just have to be very cognizant of the fact that this is a different audience or this Mm -hmm. is a different way to get in front of a different audience. So that's what's going to be key in all of this is looking at these channels as opportunities, but making sure that you don't come to them in the same traditional ways that you've come to other channels in the past. You really have to make sure that you understand who's watching these channels. What are they, what are their expectations? How is the best way to connect with them? And really making sure that if you're going to market, if you're going to brand on these channels, that you're doing it in a way that fits with the ultimate user. So that's this week's Everything is Brand. Join us next week where we have a whole new topic and the team will get right back on Everything is Brand.